even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Just for you, WSBB. Well, good Monday morning. Ooh, it's a chilly start. First Monday of 2020. It's Amy Ryan taking things over here in Studio 1A. We do this each and every Monday. We spend a little bit of time speaking with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand, focusing on elder law. Good morning, Sherry. It was a chilly one on the way in, wasn't it? It definitely was. <laughs> but it was such a pretty, pretty morning. It was gorgeous, but the difference between yesterday morning and this morning temperature-wise, just, whoo, it's a big drop. <laughs> well, just think about tomorrow morning. It'll be much nicer tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> we'll be back on track. So January, what does that bring about to mind for you in terms of someone's estate plan? Well, you know, when we hit the beginning of the year, you know, after we get past the uh, hustle and bustle of the holiday, and I noticed that even outside here, they're taking the Christmas tree down. So, you know, those folks are, you know, cleaning up from the holidays and um, taking stock of, you know, the bills or what have you, the, the leftovers from, from the holidays it was. They're also starting to put together their tax information and collect, you know, just their business information together to move uh, in through their taxes and, and other things. And I think this is an excellent opportunity to also sit down and do a little bit of spring cleaning, as it were, uh, on your estate plan as well. I mean, these are items that are very, very important, but oftentimes get pushed to the background because, um, well, I don't need to deal with it right now or I have other more pressing things to do. But... What we find out is uh, you put it off and put it off and put it off, and then there is an unexpected emergency, and uh, either your family members can't find anything or you never did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a kind of good time as you're looking at your finances and stuff like that to also take a look in inventory of your um, estate planning documents and your, your disability documents as well. So we're thinking we're cleaning up after the holidays clean up that estate plan. Yes. What are some of the the more common items that folks probably will need to address? Well, you know, I have a, I kind of have sort of a three-step plan here with that. One is to make a list of items. One is, the next thing is to check on, to make sure that uh, what you think is out there is out there. And then the third really is an action plan as far as, you know, actually putting into uh, steps, making some phone calls, making some appointments. Uh, to, uh, you know, get those uh, items either replaced or updated. When folks reach out and they call you about a plan that they already have in place that need changes or updating, we've talked about this before. You have actually a really good way to remember it. Life changes that bring about the need to update your plan. What are those? Well, I think I talk about the Ds, you know, the death, yeah, death, divorce, and disability are the three big uh, uh, events in uh, the average person's life um, that leads to the need for updating or for making changes. You were on with us last week and uh, we were here, you know, kind of New Year's Eve and you mentioned that there was going to be a a change upcoming that also may affect those with stretch IRAs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you recap that that for us a little bit? um, That the ability of uh, a beneficiary to, uh, withdraw an IRA, an inherited IRA, 
uh, over the lifespan or lifetime of that inherit that beneficiary is now gone, or it's not Kansas it's totally gone, but it's it's significantly limited. And so, a lot of estate plans sort of anticipate that well, my, my beneficiary is not going to have to pay tax on this money because he can draw it out over such a long period of time. Therefore, that incentive right there by itself is going to make the beneficiary be more responsible as far as, you know, withdrawing money and I suppose spending it. But now um, the restriction is in most cases it's 10 years that the beneficiary has to withdraw the entire balance of that IRA within 10 years from the date of death of the IRA owner. If it's um, a modest sum, say under $100,000, perhaps that's sort of neither here nor there, but you get, you know, larger IRAs you know, where uh, folks have uh, rolled out their 401ks from, you know, 30, 35 plus years of employment with a company, you know, so these become very large numbers. Of course, these rules don't apply to spouses who always have the right to roll an IRA over and, uh, you know, set it up as his or her own IRA and then establish a payment schedule based upon their lifetime. But I'm talking about the beneficiaries we really worry about, which are the children or more remote beneficiaries, nieces and nephews, cousins, that kind of thing. Changes to be aware of at the start of this new year when it comes to your own estate plan. We are focusing this morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And you are listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about when they listen to WSBB. Car, home, back porch, it's the only one we listen to. I listen to it all day long. The great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The Daytona Beach Regional Chamber of Commerce has adopted and presented to the delegation their list of priority recommendations for the upcoming 2020 legislative session. That session officially begins next week from the state's capital. More now from the chamber's Jim Cameron. We are supporting adequate funding for Visit Florida, Enterprise Florida, and Space Florida. In relation to vacation rental units, we'd like to see them regulated here at the local level, city and county. We also support legislation that's been introduced up there related to internet sales tax, requiring retailers that have no fiscal presence here in the state of Florida to collect that sales tax on items purchased here in Florida. Also, we're supporting as a means to protect our water quality. We want to see workforce housing funded here. And to do that, uh, we would like to see the legislature fully fund what's called the Sadowski Housing Trust Fund. Also topping that list, funding for Volusia schools with their support of the Florida District Cost Differential this year could bring about some changes. We want to see what that formula is going to look like. They're looking to do a new study up there. Volusia School District is getting 96 cents on the dollar right now with this new study that's supposed to be coming out. We want to make sure that we don't go below 96 cents on the dollar. We'd like to get a dollar for a dollar back, but now let's see what happens. But we're going to be talking about a number of these issues at our Volusia Days at the Capitol, which is going to be next week, January the 15th and the 16th. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. 
This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Routh. Thank you to the readers of the Hometown News for voting me Best Ophthalmologist for the fourth year in a row. At Volusia Eye, we provide advanced eye care to the people of our community with the latest surgical techniques, including dropless cataract surgery, the eye stent device for glaucoma, and the Panoptics trifocal intraocular lens. Learn more about our eye care services at volusiaeye.com. Images, a festival of the arts, returns to New Smyrna Beach. Voted one of the top outdoor fine art shows in the Southeast, featuring over 250 artists from across the globe and drawing over 50,000 arts enthusiasts to enjoy outstanding art, live music, special activities, and exhibits all along Canal Street and Riverside Park in historic downtown. Become a patron and you'll enjoy an evening cocktail party. Meet the judges. Exclusive access to the patrons' lounge with unlimited food and drinks for two, as well as $200 to spend at the festival. The 44th Annual Images, a Festival of the Arts, presented by the Atlantic Center for the Arts, January 24th through the 26th. For more information, call 386-423-4733 or visit imagesartfestival.org. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Edgewater is all about creating value-added jobs. If you want to work with the best and hear a yes, check out Edgewater for your business. Edgewater is the largest boat manufacturing mecca in the southeast. If you're looking to locate or expand your business, give Edgewater a closer look. We have much to offer. Largest contiguous industrially zoned area in Volusia County. Large areas to build. Infrastructure built past I-95. Business-friendly government and retail spaces ready for redevelopment. Check us out by visiting cityofedgewater.org or call me, Samantha Bergeron, Economic Development Director at 386-424-2400, direct extension 1330. The City of Edgewater welcomes business. We're back, continuing our focus this chilly Monday morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. You know, Sherry, if folks are listening this morning and they're thinking, okay, I'm cleaning up after the holiday and there is some cleaning up I need to do on my estate plan, maybe they have a question or two for you. What's a good way for them to reach out? Well, give me a call over in Deland at 386-738-5599. Or email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A-K-I-N dash, little hyphen thing, law, L-A-W dot com. So we were talking before the break about, you know, the need to clean up that estate plan and make those changes. And if if you were going to run down a list of what to look at, how would you start? Well, you know, when I when I have families come to meet with me for probate estates, the ones that seem to work the best or go the quickest are ones where a family comes in and has a list or a little notebook of kind of everything as far as uh, names and phone numbers and, and assets and stuff like that. So, you know, part of the benefit of doing this list is for your, your, your loved ones who are 
going to be handling your affairs after you pass away. But the other person who benefits from this list is you, that if during your lifetime something happens um, and you become incapacitated, whether temporarily or more permanently, and again, a family member is going to be stepping in to assist with matters, really helpful to actually know what all the, what this information is as opposed to you know, digging through the desk drawer or just sort of po- just looking around for, you know, ideas as to where to look. But what I'd suggest folks do is they sit down and they make a list of, you know, number one of their assets, you know, the bank accounts, where they are, um, you know, and not to forget, you know, small holdings. Sometimes you might have a, 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 a stock holding maybe left over from a uh, employment situation with a company that isn't in a, an account anywhere. It's just something you get a dividend check in every quarter or maybe just once a year uh, with a 1099. Um, so we want to keep records of those. Um, but, you know, where the banks are, if you've got a, a specific banker that you work with uh, in these institutions. Um, and and also uh, employer-provided death benefits. I mean, that's something we tend to forget about. And when somebody passes away, uh, I'm making recommendations to contact the HR departments of different companies for this purpose. Um, in conjunction with assets that you have online access to, you know, your online banking or in some situations you may have decided to go, you know, paperless and that you only get statements online. You know, the, the online passwords, your usernames and stuff to, uh, to get into this information. Now, of course, it's, it's, it's illogical really to have a written list of the passwords when the passwords are supposed to keep your information um, confidential. But there are, of course, uh, online programs and apps that, you know, that track these things and at least to have the password, the access information available someplace so that, you know, somebody who's helping you can get this information because if somebody tries to get this information from these providers, typically they can't do so. Um, and you also keep uh, a list of your professional advisors, be your accountant your, or your tax return preparer, uh, your financial planner, your lawyer, if you have a lawyer you work with, um, your asset managers, which is, you know, if you've got like real estate where you have maybe a company that helps you uh, manage that, your physicians, you know, who, who you mm-hmm. see. And also to update this information because typically, um, like your lawyer, for example, you probably only see every, you know, every once every blue moon or something like that. Maybe they've moved or changed their phone number. Um, maybe they've retired. And so you just make sure, that, are they still out there? Uh, hopefully that uh, you're working with your financial planner a whole lot more frequently than that. You know, making also a list of, you know, of your assets would include your real estate, your uh, local real estate. If you've got real estate that is, um, you know, in a different state or, of course, with a lot of our local residents, you know, maybe in a different country, mm-hmm. you know, and, and contact information of somebody to who is, the, you know, if you've got a, a caretaker or the somebody that helps you out with that property. That kind of information is very, very helpful. But we're also talking about timeshares, you know, and the timeshare wow. information, you know, where, where that is or who it is you um, contact with that. Are you using the timeshare, how to, how to use a timeshare? Uh, for those who live in modular units, so you, you know, have a lot, you know, a lot rental obligations. Uh, or if you have other property that you can, you actually rent out. And then lastly, for those of our, our residents who have, um, relocated from the the northeast you know your oil and gas rights which people kind of laugh about here but those are big deals especially in certain parts of ohio and pennsylvania actually they may have some value but um in 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 west virginia there's special ways of dealing with those so it's helpful to have that information 
We are focusing this morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And we'll be back with more. You're listening to the stations of WSBB Radio. Waking you up each morning. Wakes me up in the morning. Mornings on the stations of WSBB. Good morning. WSBB. Pampering. State-of-the-art treatments. Optimum wellness. This is Abundant Health Day Spa. Offering an array of services provided by elite spa therapists. Choose from a variety of facial and body treatments, massages, and now featuring the relaxing, detoxifying, rejuvenating health benefits of float therapy. And be sure to inquire about the latest massage therapy option geared specifically to aid in pain relief, swelling, and promote wellness. Abundant Health Day Spa. Located on State Road 44 in the Winn-Dixie Shopping Plaza, New Smyrna Beach. Call today, 386-423-9244. Or learn more at ahdayspa.com. It's time to get moving. Regain your stride. Rebuild your strength. Reclaim the joy of life in motion. The orthopedic specialists at Advent Health are here to help with nationally recognized expertise and whole person care that heals body, mind, and spirit. Our treatments are backed by research, but centered around you for help with every step, stretch, move, and milestone on your way back to feeling whole. Advent Health. Feel whole. Call 386-210-0310 today to schedule your appointment with Dr. Browning or Dr. White. That's 386-210-0310. We're in conversation with Sherry Aiken of Aiken Law. Sherry, true or false, when dealing with probate, does Florida law require you to have an attorney? Florida statutes require that individuals be represented by an attorney in nearly all circumstances. It's really important that you be represented by an attorney experienced in probate law so that you can be protected from issues that might arise and you may have liabilities or responsibilities to other persons. There are many legal uncertainties that impact the care and well-being of the elderly and their families. Aiken Law is dedicated to providing solutions. Call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599. Aiken Law Firm, practical and common sense elder law legal solutions. Offices in Delaware. And we're back, continuing our focus this Monday morning on elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Sherry, folks that are listening, tell us again what is a good way to reach out and get in touch with you if they've got questions. Well, again, give me a call over in Deland at 386 738 5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or stop in to see us. We're located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. You know, we always talk about how quickly this show seems to fly right by and we just start diving into it and have to sign off. And we have been talking this morning about uh, cleaning up that estate plan. And I think you've just barely scratched the surface of that check it off list. Yes, as I'm looking at my own list here, I think I'm only about a third of the way uh, down the list. But you know, if we have any listeners out there who would like the full list of everything, please just give us a call at the office and we'd be happy to mail you just a, a hard copy of the whole thing, including everything that I'm not going to get to talk about this morning because we're going to run out of time. So you have the complete the complete list of this is what you should check on. This is what you need to look into and you will you make that available to anybody yes, free that of just... Charge, just, give me, just give me a call at the office. 
738-5599. Really quick, what are some of the other big ones that jump out at you that we haven't been able to address yet? Well, again, on my list, and we, we go back to um, the assets, including uh, pensions and annuities, and annuities are kind of a, 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 a tricky thing that when we have to deal with annuities after the fact, we find a lot of times people... Um, haven't got a broker or we can't find the broker and stuff like that. And so having that information is very helpful. And of course, updated uh, list of your names and addresses and the relations of your beneficiaries. But once you've made that list, then the next thing, you know, and list, of course, is going to include, you know, what documents do you have? My second step is back as my checklist is, do you have those documents? Particularly, and I've said this a number of times on the show, uh, do you have the original will? If you don't have your original will, you got to go get a new will. Even if you're going to make the exact same will that you had before, if you can't find, you don't know where the original will is, which happens when folks are moving around. Sure. Um, uh, you think it's one place, like somebody said, well, it's in my top drawer. Go look. See if it's actually in the top drawer. Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. And, uh, and I've had folks that say that, oh, my gosh, you know, I thought I had my will. I thought I knew exactly where it was and I went to look for it and it, and it wasn't there. If your uh, former or if your attorney has the will, and usually you know that because if you've got a copy, a lot of law firms will put a stamp on the front page that says the original of this document is located in the safe deposit box of mm-hmm. or the vault of or whatever. But you want to double check with that attorney to make sure, A, they're still where you th- think they are, um, especially if it's been a long time because I know lawyers, at least they move around. Maybe they keep practicing, but they do move around. Um, but make sure the lawyer has, has those documents uh, for you but that you really, that you know where they are. Um, the other thing you want to check is the uh, beneficiary designations on your accounts. A lot of folks think, well, I've got all these beneficiary designations, but maybe if they've been divorced or if they've been widowed or somebody's passed away and now they can't remember if they made a beneficiary change. Well, again, now's the time to, you know, contact your life insurance agent and you know, get to get the information, not just think what you know it is, but actually call folks and say, hey, I'm just checking to see if I've got all this stuff updated. And, you know, and if it's not, what what do I need to do? Um, and then another thing to check is, you know, how are assets actually owned? And there's a big question. I ask folks mm-hmm. that when I do a state plan and they're like, oh, well, it's jointly owned with my kids or is there, and I'm, and then I, you know, walk back to my office and I'll, at least if it's here in Florida, I can pull it up pretty easily. And I'll say, well, no, it's not that way at all. And, oh, I forget, I remember, I don't remember doing that, or I guess I do now that you mentioned, you know, remember putting it in joint names or putting a ladybird deed out or something. But these are kind of things just to sort of double check. And, again, part of double checking all of this is to make sure that what you have done, what you actually, we know you have done, is consistent with what you want to do with your estate plan, keeping in mind that a will doesn't override beneficiary designations it doesn't override joint ownership of bank accounts it doesn't override transfer on deaths so if you've done something 20 years ago um, but you've made other changes in your plan and you didn't go back and and change this beneficiary designation or this um you know co-ownership designation um you, you, you're going to be in a situation where everything doesn't happen the way you need it to. Now is the time. And of course, now we are out of time, but really quick for folks that would like to reach out and get that list from you, give us your phone number one more time. Just give me a call on DeLand at 386-738-5599. 
Sherry, always a pleasure. We have been talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand, focusing this morning on elder law. We will do this all over again next week, same place, same time. We're going to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour, and then we'll get you back to more of the very best music to get you through this chilly Monday.